Chad and Zay. All right, let's go hour number three on this Tuesday, four days away from the Texas spring game. A lot of stuff going on uh, in the world of sports, of course. Play-in games getting uh, cranked up tonight in the NBA. It is Chad and Zay. Hour number three, I'm Chad Hastings. He is Isaiah Collier. He has chosen this beat, especially for you and me and maybe to help him with this Arterial Morris story and, and other Longhorn fans, too. What do you got, Zay? Luda! Southern hospitality. Mm. Throw oh. them bows. Pharrell beat. Classic. So Pharrell, this is Pharrell. Pharrell Williams. Yeah. Dad Pharrell. Yeah. So he's involved in some of the Atlanta stuff? Oh, yeah. Is Pharrell's he from Atlanta? Involved. No, he's from Virginia. Oh, okay. But he's involved. So this is ludicrous. Right. And you're saying he would have like produced some of the ludicrous stuff? Yes. Okay. All right. Fair enough. Uh, that's a guy I've never listened to a whole album of. Ludicrous. Luda? Do you have some solid does he have solid work if I'm listening five, six, eight tracks in a row? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah, he does. Because I've always been entertained by his stuff. He had a good run. Yeah, he I had mean a good run, early two thousands. Again, I don't know a ton of it. The one that pops in my head, this is gonna make me sound very is the word white, probably. Um, but <laughs> like his uh his section of the song Yeah with Usher. Oh yeah. That jumps out as something I've heard Ludacris do. It's like, oh no, that's entertaining. It's also Wildly dirty, but you but doesn't need to be edited. Big credit to whoever wrote that song, by the way. Go back and listen to Ludacris' part sure of that Luda song. Wrote his own verse. Incredibly dirty and filthy, but they play it because he's he's not swearing. But it is really really dirty imagery there. Well done, Mister. Mr. Ludacris. Uh, Ludacris beat to start this hour. We got a lot of stuff coming in. Someone texted that they think a proposal during a romantic dinner may be in public, but not making a spectacle is fine. I would agree. I didn't say you couldn't do it. I said just consider how many uh, consider how many strangers are around you. If you're in a restaurant and you're telling me, Chad, the strangers aren't at our table, I'm going to ask her right here. Like, I'm fine with that. If the nearest stranger, and then if you ask her, she says yes, and you might get a little polite applause from the strangers. Okay, maybe. If that's you. Now, that's not me, but if that's your style, go ahead. I'm not a restaurant proposal. Not when people are there. I'm not with that. Especially if it's a badass. If it's a badass restaurant and you think you can pull it off, you go right ahead. Not my thing. Again, I had to be, I was nervous enough, but I had to be alone. I couldn't have it where other people were around. It's, I think... A proposal at somebody else's wedding, that and sporting event proposals, they're on the same level. Oh, yeah, those are tough. Bad. Yeah. Like, that might be one of the most selfish things anyone can Ooh, do. I've never seen anyone do that. Oh, it happens. That's rough. It is brutal. Yeah, pick your own day. Like, what? Or just pick later that day. Yeah, you're. When you leave. You're out of control if you do that. But, That's not right. Yeah, I'm banned for life. Both of them. Oh, girl, and oh boy, long hair dreads, that's, that's, braids, whatever. Man, yeah, that's that's crazy. Yeah, so we had that in where are we at in society. If you haven't seen the video, go check it out. Zay is at ain't that underscore Zay. I'm at C Hastings one zero four nine. We both think it was fake, and apparently it is fake. Uh, it definitely has the the feel of that on that proposal. All right, so we'll get back into a football story, some basketball stuff. Let's start with football and this Sark sound, Zay, because I feel like you and some other Longhorn fans might need a little pick me up today. See, I'm right when I talk about. 
drinking the tang? Uh-huh. Sark's like, nah, Zay, you good on that. Here's some red Kool-Aid. Y'all know what I mean by red. Don't matter. Cherry, strawberry, mm-hmm. fruit punch. Red's the one that hits. Red goes, yeah. With extra sugar. Ooh, yeah. He yeah. just wants to throw it in my face. Yes, but see, he knows that he follows Longhorn Sports. He knows this Arterio Morris story's out there, and it's got y'all freaked out. <laughs> Arterio Morris goes into the transfer portal. Tyrese Hunter may not come back from that NF, uh, NFL, NBA, you know, scout stuff. So he understands you may need a little pick-me-up. Four days away from the spring game, Sark, uh, I'm not sure if this happened a couple days ago or whatever, but this is when it gets out four days away from the spring game. Sark is on a podcast with, who is this now? This is the Ryan Clark. And- yeah, the Pivot Podcast, Shannon Crowder, Fred Taylor, and Ryan Clark. They do a good job talking NFL, and Sark was on there. Okay, so here is Sark uh, with about 25 seconds of something that might make you happy, Longhorn fans. Let us know what you think. Here we go. I was just telling my brother-in-law the other day, I said, this looks like my team. Mm. And it's year three. I said, it feels and looks like my team. The the way the players talk, the way they act, what they look like, the way they move, the way they run, how we practice, the speed, the tempo, all those things, man, I'm like, okay, now we're about ready to go. This is is what it's supposed to look like. And And we need to because we're going to the conference you guys just. Oh, well, SEC reference there at the end. Uh, I liked everything he said except for the last two seconds Ooh, now of in, that clip. In case everybody missed who Zay said's on this podcast, Ryan Clark, LSU, Channing Crowder is Florida, Florida yeah. and Fred Taylor's Florida. Yeah. So he's talking to SEC guys. Uh, so you didn't like that reference. Why not? Just because we have to worry about this season. And we don't want to give anybody any more bulletin board material that is unnecessary. We're already University of Texas. We get everybody's best shot no matter what. I was going to say, you don't think those parting gifts are already planned? Yeah, I'm just saying. But, like, this guy coming in, like, he's already talking about 2024 season where you got four other teams coming in the Big 12 and the Big 12 that a lot of people are picking y'all to win. And with what he said – you should be confident in picking them and getting to Arlington and winning the Big 12. Because, like you said, year three, he's fine. They're talking and moving like he wants to. He's getting the guys that he wants, those big guys, those big offensive linemen. Just, you know, what What's Coach Terry say? You can only stand where your feet are. I don't know that reference. You oh, know yeah, be I'm where talking. your feet be are. Be where your feet are. Be where your feet are. We need to take that advice, Steve. Uh-huh. Be where your feet are. Okay. We're still in the Big 12. And, yes, we are looking towards the SEC. We all can't wait. But as the coach, let's let's focus on the Big 12 and winning that first and not having a TCU or Kansas State, Oklahoma State situation. Like, we can't have that. But everything else he said – I'm with it. I was going to say, other than that, though, as a Longhorn fan, you got to like to hear that, right? This is this now feels like my team. When he thought about whatever his team was, maybe he had one at Washington, maybe he had one at USC that felt like his team. But for him to say that, if I'm a Longhorn fan, I guess that's good news, right? Things are starting to fit the way he wants it to. Especially losing Bijan Robinson, Roshan Johnson, and Demarion Overshone. The fact that Keandre Coburn and Morrow. The fact that he had the confidence to say that. You know, he knows it's going to get out. This is a big-time podcast. Like, he knows he's right. doing talking to these guys and stuff. Like, he ain't trying to blow no smoke. He, The fact that he said that and feeling that confident, I, I love it. But we also know that sometimes that confidence gets mixed with the arrogance. 
And we saw that play calling, like be- believing too much in the Quinn Ewers to where mm-hmm. you're calling stuff that doesn't fit what the defense is throwing at him and the personnel that you have trying to catch the ball. You're saying you've sensed arrogance with Sark uh, in the past? By the way, to Sark, nice uh, old school Bevo hoodie work. Yo, that's fire. That's a nice hoodie. That's fire. I saw uh, Coach Terry rocking a polo with that old Bevo logo on it the other day in a pick with Vic Schaefer and Steve Sarkeesian, <laughs> too. Bring that back. The white screaming Bevo polo? That's pretty good. Bring, we need to bring more merch with that back. Sorry, but. not the screaming Bevo. That's that old smiling Bevo, the old school, like the 40s or 50s or yeah. whatever that was with the Bevo. Uh, and yeah, so the other thing, I think they cut it off before Zay, before he said exactly what he meant by this now sounds like my team. What he means there is he gave every one of the guys a questionnaire and he said, What play do you like? And they all answered, <laughs> Let's go deep. <laughs> So that's when he got excited. Please don't. No, no. Take what the defense gives you and take advantage of all the mismatches. Like, we need Quinn Ewers to be way better when it comes to those three high safety defenses. That was a huge Achilles heel for Quinn all season long to where Sark said, you know what, let's just stick to the run game. In those last few games you saw Kansas and Baylor, it was just Rojan and uh, Roshan and Bijan mm-hmm. do a majority of the work. Then you saw the Alamo Bowl, what we've all come to think about Quinn Ewers and the ceiling, like, oh, this guy, this is that same guy that's making the millions and the NIL and five-star quarterback with a crazy high ranking. That's him. That's him right there. Those flashes, those throws that you see, mm-hmm. even though there were some serious drops in that game, that's it. And you got to continue that progression, and you got to continue that confidence and leadership. And yo, I I love what Sark said, but again, you know, stay with your feet on dog. Uh-huh. Stay with Try, your feet on. Trying to keep it, uh, trying to keep it all in perspective. The end there may, uh, <laughs> but hey, they're gonna get they're gonna get everybody shot because they everybody knows they're going to the SEC. The refs heard that too, though. Yeah, they Remember, did. Remember, the refs heard that too. Oh, like oh, Steven, you're. Ready to go to Southeastern Conference already, huh? Yeah. Okay, how many calls in that Oklahoma State game went to the Horns and went to the Cowboys? Was it like 15-0, something? Okay. Yeah. 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 Yeah, trust me, those meetings are going to happen either way. Either way with those officials. Uh, so we got that story out there. Hopefully you enjoyed that sound if you're a Longhorn fan. Also, if you're a Longhorn fan, you're hoping B. John Robinson ends up with a good spot in the NFL. So there is a Mel Kuyper updated mock draft out there. We'll get to the top of it in a second. But let's start with Bijan. Uh, he went with what McShay did in his last mock. He's got him going Detroit, 18 to Detroit. So once again, if you're a Cowboys fan and you're wondering about Bijan or anybody else and you like Bijan, the idea that he's not there past 20 is starting to have more and more steam to it. 18 is Detroit. Now 21 is the Chargers. That's another place we've seen him. But Kuyper has uh, 18 to Detroit for Bijan. What would you think about that? Um, I think that'd be a really good get for Detroit, who in the NFC North, they're right there. You know, I mean, Aaron Rodgers is just a matter of time, I guess, until he goes to the Jets. So, you know, the Vikings, do you believe in them having as good of a season as they had last year? I don't think so. And, 
you know, getting rid of Williams. He's in New Orleans now. He did a really good job, especially on the goal line, one of the league leaders mm-hmm. in touchdowns this year. You lose him, Swift, they, you know, they don't really think about him for the long haul. He's got one more year, one I think, more, on his yeah, deal. exactly. Yeah. So, yeah, it makes sense. I mean, Jarek Goff and Dan Campbell, they have a really good relationship. And I think people, when you think of Jarek Goff and just his time in the NFL – since he was a number one, he hasn't quite necessarily lived up to a number one, but he's a starting solid quality quarterback in the league. He's a franchise guy. He's a franchise guy. He's one of 32. That's right. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, he's better than Cam Newton, I'll tell you that. <laughs> and, Cam would disagree. Right. Yeah, but he, I we agree know with he you. Would. We know he would. Yeah, I agree with but, you. But uh, uh St. Brown. He's one of the most underrated wide receivers in the league. Mm-hmm. And if they add B. John Robinson to the mix, I take them to win NFC North. So there's an article out right now. If you want to head to ESPN.com, they got all kinds of stuff. The mock, uh, the updated Mel Kiper mock, something, um, a McShay deal I'll get into here in a second. But also there's a Bill Barnwell article, and he goes deep into should you draft a running back in the first round. And he literally takes it as Cowboys picking at 26, should they take Bijan if he's there? And he goes through all all these different permutations of what to do. And the short version is he would tell you, he basically compliments Bijan on who he is and what he is, but he also gives you all those numbers and all the stuff. The analytics they believe in now is a running back has to be so great for you to take him in the first round. Like it almost has to have a gold jacket kind of feel before you could actually pull the trigger on a running back anywhere in the first round. Some would tell you literally all the way down to 30, 31, 32, that you don't take him anywhere in the first round. But it does feel like Bijan might have that secret sauce that Barkley had. Saquon was the last guy that freaked an NFL team out enough to go, man, I think he's the guy. And he went, what, top 10, top 5, whatever that was? Is that what it was? I think it was number 2, yeah. Um, he obviously freaked the Giants out enough that they made that move. Is someone going to just look the other way on all those numbers and say, I'm sorry, we're drafting him? Yeah, I think he's also a big reason why Bijan's not going to go that high due to where the Giants are and you know Saquon getting injured, tearing his ACL and stuff. But, man, for the Cowboys, which – B. John Robinson has been working out with Michael Parsons this week, so let's, that was interesting that's to hear. Interesting, yeah, yeah, to yeah. Hear and look at. I think the Cowboys situation and the moves that they've made in the offseason, getting guys like Brandon Cooks and Stephon Gilmore and keeping guys and stuff. I think with where Jerry is and thinking they're a click away, Bijan, if he falls to twenty six, and I don't think that's going to happen. You gotta go for it. You gotta go for it. Cause I agree with the moves they've made, they're a click away. They are. Well, the other thing is with your coach declaring what he has declared, that's the other thing. And you're moving on from your previous workhorse. And you're telling us you want to be a workhorse, run the ball team. Well, here you go. This is the guy. Yeah. And Jerry's a businessman, too. University of Texas, Dallas Cowboys. I think it makes sense. Uh, (laughs) I I, I think it makes sense for Bijan being on TV, being seen. We already know what he's done with NIL. It's only going to get bigger. 
And yeah, like you said, just with Big Mike trying to run the football this year, Dak Prescott needs every ounce of that. Yeah. So I, yeah, I'm at. I'm trying to be a Cowboys fan. I want to be a Cowboys fan. I know. Cowboys I feel fan, like y'all. I feel like you are leaning I, towards the blue in a big way. I want it to happen. I want to get. I might get a Bijan jersey if it happens. Oh, I think you need to be fit for a star. I think you do. I think you'd look great in a I star. Would. Some blue, some silver, some nice clean white. The whites. Maybe we get you one of those old coaches' hats with the D on it. Remember Yo. those <laughs> Landry era? <laughs> Come on now. I like might a- even rock a Cowboys Deion Sanders bandana. There you go. <laughs> get him an Ernie Zampezi look going on. Come on now. Um, so you've got the Cowboys obviously at twenty six now. In this mock, Mel has them getting Michael Mayer. Seeing more and more of that. Yeah. The tight end from Notre Dame going to the Cowboys. But here's one more thing I'll mention before we hit this break. Uh, McShay does this breakdown of tiered players. All right? He's got two guys in tier one. He calls this elite prospects, should be an immediate starter, and project or and project as perennial all-pro players, worthy of a top-five pick most years. He had no players in this tier, Zay, in 2022. None. But in this draft, he's got Bryce Young and B. John Robinson. And he gives them both a 95 grade. So my follow-up to that would be, if they're that special, you're telling me because one's a quarterback, he may go one overall, which Kuyper has here, by the way. Carolina with Bryce Young, Texans fans, you'd get C.J. Stroud. So Young is that special, but because he's a quarterback, he goes one. Bijan is that special, but in 2023, because he's a running back, you would tell someone to not draft him at all? Mel Kuyper, McShea, NFL experts, if he's that special. If he's that special, don't you have to start thinking about him somewhere in your first round if you love if you really need a running back? You do. Don't you? You do, but mm-hmm. then you look at what the Chiefs did with Isaiah Pacheco. As a seventh-round pick. I know. And they just won a Super Bowl with that guy. And that helped them move on from a guy that they took at the very bitter end of the first or beginning of the second, wherever Edwards Alaire went. Exactly. He was like 30-something. Yeah. Right? They didn't take him 10, 18. They didn't do that. No. You gotta have such discipline to pull that off. This is another reason I'd be a terrible GM. I would just lose I would lose my mind and pick all these guys. I would not have the discipline to wait and do what the Cowboys probably should do. Just be patient. And if you need to get a running back later in the draft, you get a running back. I'd be the one in the office this year, probably screaming and yelling, We gotta trade up to get Bijan. That's probably what I would do. Let me ask you this, Cowboys fan. Would you be okay with not taking the tight end? And saying, you know, we're gonna roll with Hendershot and Ferguson, and getting Bijan Robinson if he falls to you. Yes. Okay. Yes, that combo absolutely. If Bijan goes somewhere else, I'll take a tight end if I can get one. I'll take one of those two good tight ends if I can get one. But again, based on what McCarthy said and what this offense is supposed to be, I can trust those tight ends. Maybe you can go get another one. Maybe there's one later in the draft. 
There's good tight ends out there. Yeah. Maybe you get one late, a little later in the draft. But yes, I would take that switch. I'll take Bijan if it means I don't get one of those tight ends. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, I'm with that too. Yeah, if he fall, if he's staring at him at 26, that's going to be a wild moment in the draft. That's coming up in a couple weeks. We're only 16 days away from the draft. All right, running a little late here. Up next, why today matters on this April 11th. Uh, we will hit a, little, a couple of birthdays, and then uh, we will get you off to Ball Don't Lie on this Tuesday. Tuesday. More Texas baseball coming tonight against Texas State. We'll get you set up for that as well here on The Horn. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Gonna give me up some of that thug. Yeah, that's like that. Hit him in the Chad and Zay. All right, rolling through a Tuesday. I like it. I don't know it, but I like it. Anybody I should know? Nah. No? No. All right, who we got? Trick Daddy. Okay. I'm a thug. Just simple. Yeah, very simple. What part of the world is uh, Trick uh, Trick Daddy from? Miami, Florida. Trick Daddy, you said. Yeah, Trick Daddy. Okay. I want to say he was discovered by Uncle Luke. Oh, I see. Yeah. I see. Okay. Got some... uh, some uh, that is uh, that's not naughty by nature. That's um, two uh, live crew. Two live crew. Thank you. Some two live crew foundation, huh? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah he wasn't in the group, but since Luke's from Florida, that part of Miami and stuff, Trick is too. Small tight knit group. Yeah, Luke is. Uh, it's kind of into Miami. I think he's kind of a <laughs> oh, yeah, kind of a you guy. Oh, you he think would have hurricanes on his album covers and stuff, like sweatshirts yeah. with the. Miami logo and stuff. You think today Frank Haith has Uncle Luke on his phone? Think that number's still on that phone? Maybe. 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 Just wondering. <laughs> I don't know. Just asking. Not for any a good p- number to have. Yeah, maybe. Not for any particular reason. Just asking. Uh, might be might come in handy for recruiting uh, purposes. <laughs> all right, so Trick Daddy, Boys to Men, Sepultura, Slayer, and Metallica have all been on the show today. Some great texts coming in, including this one proposed to my wife at the Jello section of the Furs Buffet line. Is that okay? Mm. Yo, you oh, that's that's interesting. <laughs> oh, man. Well, Long as she said yes, I think you're good. I mean, she liked Jello. That that's to I'm all about the Jello section at Furs and the cafeteria, you know, mindset. I'm I'm a fan of some cafeteria. Hold up, but I Furs Furs cafeteria, man. But I don't know if I would propose there. Not even Luby's Furs. I dig Luby's too. I love Luby's. Yeah. I don't even know where a Furs is at anymore. No, I haven't been to a Furs in a while. I don't know if there are any Furs left. That one on Ben White and Thirty Five, Ben gone. Oh yeah. <laughs> Dude, I don't. I don't recall ever being in Austin. I moved to Austin in the late '90s. I don't know if there was ever a Furs in this town. Yeah, it was, when I it was, was here, there was one off Ben White in 35. Okay, all right. So yeah, that'd be the only one. That yeah. was the only one. I was just hitting Luby's once I moved here. I'm still hitting Luby's. Oh yeah, 
I was. I, yeah, Luby's is so good. Yep, I've been to a Luby's this year. It was the Houston area. Oh, I, I believe, was at Luby's yeah. like a couple months ago. There you go. Man. There you beat me in Luby's bingo. Yeah, but furs though, furs. That's <laughs> oh my god. I hope they're not just saying that for a bit. I hope they really did propose at furs. That's awesome. This says I'm not worried about Sark's SEC comments. I will say that they better win the Big 12 championship based on what he just said. Anything else is unacceptable. Oh, here come those expectations. Here come those expectations. Oh, goodness. And somebody else just texted us the word. It says, don't care what he says, just show me. Big 12 championship or bust. And then the words, let's go deep. (laughs) Oh, don't. Come on. That might be the team motto this year. Don't tempt them. You know. Take the underneath stuff. It's there. You got fast guys. Put the ball in their hands. Let them run with it. Mm-hmm. It says there's always room for Jello. Somebody else says Bro Furs used to slap back in the day. Don't front. No, we're not. We're, we're we're with you. We're totally with you. We are totally with you. Furs used to slap. Oh my god. I love it. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. <laughs> I love it. Y'all are great. Cafeteria style, man. My wife and I were talking about this over the weekend. That I was raised. In a way where cafeteria style places were fancy to me, legitimately. Right. Luby's, Furs, Underwoods Barbecue in both Brownwood and Waco, and Ponchos. I thought they were all fancy. Damn, Ponchos. You give me a tray and and the 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 uh, silverware wrapped up in a cloth napkin that I couldn't throw away. That's fancy to me. And I go walking through and tell them what I want, and they will put it on a plate and hand it to me, hot and ready to go. That was way high fancy to me. Growing up in Waxahachie, we did not have stuff like that. Yo, our guy, Bucky Gobble, just got a colonoscopy, and I know he takes meds and stuff to get every through. Doctor just said, yo, you got a ponchos around? Go slam that. You be good. Wait, 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 wait. Back up. What did Bucky just get? What did he get? The colon? Colonoscopy. What's it called? <laughs> say it slowly. Colon. Colonoscopy. What I say? You said it's something that's. <laughs> Y'all knew what I meant, damn it. You said something that's. Y'all so- knew what I meant. I ain't no doctor. I'm sitting here with you talking sports. <laughs> you said Y'all- something, <laughs> something that sounded like a, Nir- a Nirvana album title. <laughs> Y'all knew what the hell I meant. Either way, he had to clean it out. <laughs> he know- had to clear it out. You know the study of maps, the colonoscopy. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god y'all know what the hell i'm talking about he had to clean it out yeah yeah he go did. to ponchos and they take care of that for you wow you oh. thought ponchos was really fancy Dude, we thought that was so fancy and then i get to the table and if i needed more food i'd raise the little flag and they would come ask what i wanted and then bring me more i just thought that was the coolest thing in the world see didn't dallas carter run Ponchos out of business when they were stealing up and down stuff. Then I don't remember. Da- I don't remember Dallas Carter and Ponchos being associated with each other. Yeah, look I don't it remember up. them being Ask part of Craig Way. He was part of that thirty for thirty. Them brothers were stealing that old classic Dallas Carter team. That um, oh. Friday Night Lights Dallas Carter team that had all like of those. stealing from Ponchos. Yes, they were wilding out in the cliff. Well, that's low oh, down. Cliff. You can't go stealing from Ponchos. No, they were stealing from folks, and oh. Ponchos was one of the main spots because. Somebody worked at Poncho's that was on Dallas Carter, and yeah, they were taking tamales and enchiladas and stuff, and robbing folks. And- I thought you were tell I thought you were going to tell me they delivered Ponchos to the hot tub <laughs> when they announced. <laughs> when they- remember when they announced the recruitment? Yeah, I remember that. That was good stuff. They had to- they could have set the flag right there by the hot tub. Oh, that is fantastic! All right, so um, let's get the uh, let's get the sponsor in here for why today matters. We'll give you a quick April eleventh here. 
Why Today Matters, brought to you by Sinus and Snoring Specialists. Get sinus and snoring relief with Dr. Daniel Slaughter at Sinus and Snoring Specialists, 512-601-0303 or sinussnoringent.com. Just three quick things on this April 11th. Only birthday I found that I thought mattered is Dustin Rhodes. So happy birthday to Dustin. I know he still lives in the area. Our man Suplex Stu and Dustin, I know are friends. He's been on the the uh, the podcast with Stu. And that Dusty Rhodes documentary that's out now is fantastic. Man, you watched it again? I have not watched it again yet. I still have it on the DVR, though, and Dustin Rhodes just lays it all out, man. Just all the emotions are out there, and you feel for him so much of, like, your dad is Dusty Rhodes, but he's your dad. You want your dad to be with you as a kid. You get to be that selfish, but Dusty Rhodes admits that, you know, he didn't spend enough time, and it's that classic story with these wrestlers and stuff. Uh, So, Dustin Rhodes, shout out to you. Happy birthday today. Also, shout out to all of you that have been a part of an organ donation story. Today is National Living Donor Day. So to all of you who have been incredible enough and nice enough to give an organ, I'm thinking of my man Kyle, metal fan Kyle and a fan of the station, uh, who I believe it is he donated the the organ to a friend. I believe he donated a kidney to a friend of his. Um, And then, yeah, just incredible stuff. Uh, We know people through the years that have received those donations and given them, and and it's incredible stuff. So living donors, today is about you. So thank those living donors if you have them in your life. Why do they put that on your license? Like if you're an organ donor or not. Why Why, do they or why don't? Yeah, why do they? So they So they know if you're an organ donor. But why do they need to know that? Like, if you're getting pulled over just for medical reasons, when you're checking in to the doctor and you give them your ID, or does this get you out of tickets? I never understood. I don't that. believe. No, no, no. I don't believe it gets you out of I, tickets. I think they. It, it tells. Like you're a good person. Obviously, it doesn't matter if you're going 90 and a 45. You're an organ donor. Yeah. Right. No, it's nothing like that. I don't think it gets you out of anything. I think it just gives them the information that if there was a, if there was a horrific situation and you did not make it, and once they find out you're an organ donor, being an organ donor, you could end up saving like, I think, it, what do they say? It's like eight, ten, however many lives you could save. So if you're, if it's not on you, if it's not on that card, I don't believe they are allowed to harvest the organs. Huh. Whereas if they are, if the card is on there, and some people will go to that kind of joke level of, oh, they're just looking for parts, man. That's that's not how it works. <laughs> that's not how it works. But once you know, if it was if you were gone at that point and they knew you were an organ donor, well, then that's different because then they know because that means you want to donate everything that's possible. All right. That's okay. You're donating organs. You donate your eyes. You're donating all kinds of stuff. Huh. Yeah. And then wow. they. Yeah, treat you a little differently. Yeah, um, learn something new every day. Yeah. Do, uh, by the way, donatelifetexas.org, I think, is the way you can go and check that out. So if you don't have that heart on your uh, driver's license, check into how you can get that on Living Donor Day. All right. That's why April 11th matters to us. Coming up, we'll get you stems and seeds before we get out of here, including catch that Cliff Kingsbury news. Oh, he's not going to be in the NFL, but... If you're a fan of football, he might be a problem for your team. You might want to check the schedule. We'll tell you where next on The Horn. Chad and Zay. All right. 
I think I got this one to finish off the show. Despite the fact that on the first Lil' Kim album, she does describe herself, I believe, as a queen in certain ways. This would be Queen Latifah. That's right. This would be the queen to a lot of other people. Yeah. Is this early on? This is Unity, or I don't know if the song is called U-N-I-T-Y or Unity. Which one? You say both. Either one. Um, Is this early on in her run? Um, This was kind of towards... She was already established, so this is kind of when she was rapping, but in the transition to acting. Okay, gotcha. See, this is another one. There's another artist I need to listen to more of. I've never heard a whole album of Queen Latifah. Yeah, I want to say this album came out the same time Living Single, the show came out. Okay. When she first started acting. Love Queen Latifah. Love Queen Latifah. She does a great little... uh, she appears on a Living Color song back in the day that I'm a big fan of on their second album, I think it is. I think it's on the second Living Color album. It's a great little song. Like Living Color, the... The band. Oh. The band. There's another band. Now that I say it out loud, you might need to check out some Living Color. I'm about to jot that yeah, one Yeah, I think of Living Color. I think of the Waynes. Ooh, Zay, Living Color was so good. Three albums that just... Definitely uh, three albums I can't do without. I'll say it that way. Living Color was incredible. You know Cult of Personality, but there's a lot of other great stuff Living Color did. All right, shout out to Queen Latifah. We had Trick Daddy earlier, Boys to Men, Sepultura, Slayer, and Metallica on the show. Also the ludicrous beat to start this hour. Not a beat that I think is ludicrous, but an actual beat by Lu- All right, see, I've made it worse. All right, uh, <laughs> let's go Stems and Seeds, and we'll talk about uh, Mr. Kingsbury here. Oh, how about this move? Brought to you by AV Consultations. 255-8678 or go to avconsultations.com. Dadgum you, Lincoln Riley. I knew Cliff Kingsbury wasn't going to sit out a full season, Zay. It's just the question was, was he going to hang in the NFL or not? Remember, Cardinals still owe him a lot of money, so he'll still be getting that money, but he's going to be hanging out at USC, reportedly. Some kind of quarterback coach role. They had a guy there last year named Will Harriger, but now he's gone to the Cowboys, so they kind of had a position open in a way, so he'll be kind of an analyst working with the quarterbacks. Say, this is brilliant stuff from Lincoln Riley. We already know Lincoln controls everything, and he's the OC, and he's the quarterback coach. But if he can get a little help from Kingsbury with Caleb Williams, this could be interesting to this year at USC. Yeah, very interesting. I mean, for Cliff, he's not really in a hurry to get another head coaching job, obviously, like you said getting paid by the Cardinals still so he could go off and do something like this and not have to deal with that pressure that others have to deal with being a head coach from collegiate or from the pro so yeah this is a good get and Caleb Williams or a lot of people are projecting to go number one pick in 2024 he's gonna get extra help from Cliff Kingsbury. Plus, I'm sure Lincoln could advise some kind of a badass apartment in L.A. Can I still keep the cool house in Arizona with the fire pit? I'm sure he can. Is he close enough? Yeah. That's not bad. I wouldn't get rid of that house anyway. That house looks way too cool. If I could afford it and I'm Cliff Kingsbury, I'd never get rid of that. The place is nice. Yeah, he could afford it. No, do that sure. Yeah. Uh, so Kingsbury headed to USC, apparently. Also, uh, we've talked, uh, we spent the, a lot of the show today mentioning that Arterio Morris story. So, Zay, as we sit here, Arterio Morris uh, into the transfer portal. And, of course, Tyrese Hunter is looking at his situation. If both of those guys are gone, 
you're going to need Rodney Terry to go transfer portal to fill that void at guard? Yeah. Pretty quickly? Yeah. I mean, I feel like a lot of these players that are going to commit to Texas, whether that's soon or – couple of weeks from now, they're waiting on who's coming back or not. Like, if Tyrese Hunter, is he going to come back? You already know. If Arterio Morris, he's not. So, that has a lot to do with who comes in. And maybe we'll start to see something move for Texas with these other guys that have been mentioned in the transfer portal, like uh, Max Asmus or um, my man from Rice, Quincy uh, Olivari. So, hmm. yeah, I got to get on it. This yeah. is where college basketball is, is where college sports is, and I have faith in Coach Terry and the staff to get something done. Because I get the Texas fans that are texting us today. When you can see it and it makes sense, when you got a guy that's gone, maybe it's three or four years, needs a fresh start, grad transfer, and some of those things. When it's a guy that got no playing time, when it's a guy that just doesn't feel like he fits, that's one thing. But when Texas fans look at Arterio Morris and where he would project to be on this next team – that's where it gets frustrating, and they're thinking, well, why? There's, it doesn't feel like there's a basketball reason which might lead you towards there might be something personal in this for Arterio Morris. It's just not a fit for him moving forward, and he wants to find somewhere else. Yeah, I mean, remember, there's off-court issues, or there was. There, were the, yeah, there, there was yep. off-court issues with Arterio Morris, and... It clearly got squashed because he was able to play this year. I don't know if that had anything to do with his decision to leave, but we might find out soon. We heard what Keenan said. I don't know. Yeah, we will keep our eyes on that story. Uh, And you keep it right here. Ball Don't Lie coming up with Rod and Harge. Got Texas baseball and Texas State tonight. 6.30 start, 6.30 pregame. See if the Longhorns can keep the string going. Get two in a row against Texas State. We'll be back tomorrow for a Wednesday show. Take care of yourselves. Be safe, and we'll talk to you tomorrow. See you.